0: You are now listening to the I Should Have Captain podcast. It is time for game week 26. And I think it's really time to triple captain Mo Salah. Another one, game week 25 in the books. A decent game week overall, I would say, especially from my side. Definitely okay and comfortable with the points I got from Bruno. The final kick of the game, I hadn't blanked in a double game week at all point blank period. And he found a way to be points FC just when you need him most. 12 points from Bruno Fernandes. Of course, there were many other people I probably should have captained um, in the game week. Maybe I should have captained Sterling, 18 points. Maybe, you know. Bowen was a better option as well at 13 points. Um, Webster, who was never going to captain, got 16. So overall, I should have captained Sterling is the only other place I would have gone, but I didn't even have him at all. I had Kevin De Bruyne. I went Kevin De Bruyne over Sterling. And of course, he showed up with a wonderful hat trick and, uh, well, missed the penalty as well. So, you know, that's the thing about Sterling. could easily have had more goals and uh, and more points, I should say, as well, but still. Sterling is going to Sterling 18 points. Not bad from him. He's now seeming to have quite a bit of form. The game before he had to assist as well. So Sterling looking okay. Uh, he plays Tottenham next. So I'll be intrigued to see how uh, Tottenham and Spurs shake up. All right, quickly, as we go through game week 25, let's just blitz through it, as we talked about already, probably should have captain Sterling. Um, and then there's going to be a big, big game week as well. So one of those things. All right, first game of the game week, Man United won, Southampton won, Sancho with a goal, Rashford an assist uh, on Southampton side. Southampton playing really, really well recently. Adams with a goal. Oh, Yunusu with a goal. I think Brojack could have gotten uh, a penalty as well, but again, game's already gone. Brentford nil Crystal Palace Nil. Great to see clean sheets for both Brentford and Crystal Palace, but it is what it is, no goals. Everton with their first win under their new manager, Coleman, Keane and Gordon. With the goals, Gordon Price at 4.5 is the only one I'm going to call out. He's a midfielder. He scored previously and I had my eye on him. Um, A goal and an assist in the game against Leeds. So Gordon is next up on my watch list, 4.5. enables you to bring in people like Salah, you know, Son, Kane, KDB, Sterling, those kind of guys. So the only thing to mention, however, with Everton, they play Southampton next. But after that is Manchester City and Tottenham. Maybe from game 29, you think about Gordon, 4.5. just an edge player that you might bring to your bench. If you have him in draft, go get him now. If, you, if he's still available in your draft, um, Gordon is available. Anthony Gordon, 4.5 in the game. If he's available in your draft, go grab him right now. Watford nailed Brighton to Mope with a goal, Webster with a goal, and the assist from Lamptey. Um, again, Bright, Brighton got a clean sheet in the game, which, you know, no surprises there. Dennis, a game with a blank. Um, literally since the <laughs> Afghan debacle, no points at all, really. Like, he's, the most he's gotten is two points. Before that, he was getting goals, goals, goals. And here he is now, can't seem to score to save his life. So, another blank from Emmanuel Dennis, priced at 6.1. He plays Aston Villa next and Crystal Palace in a double game week. Um, on to the next game. Norwich nil, Manchester City 4. Already talked about Sterling, missed the penalty, but still had a hat-trick. Phil Foden was the other scorer with assist from Walker and Ruben Diaz. So that was it over at the Man City side. They rested players for the Champions League game and went on to dismantle the opponents in the Champions League as well. Burnley Nil, Liverpool won. Um, the return of Mo Salah, great to see him back. Unfortunately, we also saw that Jota got injured um, somewhat later, so that's quite sad. But still, uh, Fabinho with the goal and that was it pretty much in the game. One goal, they got their points and they ran away. Sheets for Trent and Robertson, and that was that. Newcastle won Aston nil. Trippier scoring again back to back, but unfortunately, he's, he is injured, so he's gone for the next little while. He's also had surgery on his metatarsal, should be out for about eight to ten weeks, which is quite unfortunate. But it is what it is that is the luck of FPL. Sometimes you might be on a great run, and all of a sudden, a small injury takes you out for a really, really long time. It's just not for unfortunate. I think he was a was great addition to their squad. Um, but here we are now with, you know, these guys trying to figure out what to do without Trippier. Um, we'll see how it affects their team, how it affects their morale. Hopefully not too, too much. On to the next game of the game week. Um, Spurs nil, Wolves 2. Wolves themselves have been immense and quite frankly, very good recently. Of course, the last blip was obviously that loss to Arsenal. But before that, they had been going on a tear Holding teams that were much better than them, you know, quite well. Chelsea, for example, couldn't score. United, believe really, they only conceded one or something like that. Um, Man City, they could only concede one to them as well. So you can see that Wolves are a very, very good team, especially defensively. Scoring has always been their challenge. It seemed this in this game against Spurs, it was not the case. He managed the goal, then Donka with the goal and an assist. So then Donka four point seven goal and assist. I wouldn't bank on that too too much because that doesn't really happen. Regularly, could happen to Neves, could happen to Moutinho as well, but then Donka coming in and scoring and assisting is not um, something you would expect. Leicester to West Ham to goals from Dawson at the final minute, Um, Bowen with a goal and an assist again. This Bowen guy, Jared Bowen, just wanna just wanna pause on him. Seven point one, Jared Bowen. Just the man in form right now. Uh, If you don't have him for whatever reason, just do the needful. Even though he's not in double game week, he is the one to have, especially from West Ham, in their push to make top four. Just just a monster currently. Anyways, um, on the Leicester side, Pereira with a goal and Telemans with the penalty that he scored. So without Vardy, Telemans is the penalty taker for Leicester. So that's now pretty much nailed. 6.4 for Yuri Tillemans. Leicester play Wolves next and then we're going to see who is going to come out on top in this one. Final game of the game week, Manchester United 2, Brighton nails. Goals from points FC, Bruno Fernandes, 11.7. And Sue Merchant himself in Ronaldo, 12.5 with a goal to reward those who brought him in for the double game week with 10 wonderful points. All right, over to game week 26 and there's a double game week for about eight teams. Wolves has a double game week, Arsenal double game week, Leeds with a double game week, Liverpool with a double game week, Crystal Palace with a double game week, Watford with a double game week, Burnley and Spurs. So those complete your eight teams with a double game. That's where the the majority of of purchases and transfers are going to come from. Of course, we know that Salah has Norwich and Leeds to play at home. And so that's part of why I say I think Mo Salah is the one to triple captain this time you're gonna gonna go salah you might as well just captain him as well think about your chips the other side to this of course this is game week 26 that is 10 game weeks till the end of fbl for the 2022 2021 season so this is finally the end game of the season what is your strategy to end the season there's a bunch of double game weeks to come there's a double game week in 26 a double game week in 27, a double game week in 28, and a double game week in 29. So literally from now for the next four game weeks, there are double game weeks. You should figure out whatever chip strategy you want to use. Your free hits, your wild card, um, triple captain, bench boost. You have to start thinking about how you want to deploy them now. Where he talks about triple captain being an option for Salah in this game week. You could also captain Salah. And bench boost because there's so many teams that have double game weeks that are decent. Arsenal, for example, should be okay. I do not trust Arsenal, of course, but keep in mind, this is Brentford who beat them to open the season. They should be looking for revenge, this time at the Emirates. So I fully expect that Arsenal will exact revenge on Brentford. The other side to this, they are playing against Wolves who they just beat 1-0 at the Molyneux. So, you can imagine that the um, Wolves will be trying to exact revenge on Arsenal, but that could leave them open to Arsenal taking them and getting three points. They are both going for Europe, uh, European places, and so they're probably going to go all out. I don't expect that Wolves will go to the Emirates and sit back. Also, don't expect that Arsenal will let Wolves just sit there. Too many teams around them are vying for positions, so I think it's just expected that it should be a good game. Overall, could be very boring, of course, but you would expect that teams will come out trying to get the three points. The other side to this as well, um, you know, Spurs play Manchester City. Keep in mind, at the beginning of the season, Spurs also beat Manchester City at their new London Stadium. Now, would we expect that Manchester City will do the exact same back? Keep in mind, Manchester City are in a rich vein of form they typically don't lose games at this end of the season. As you remember in previous seasons, they go on a run and just can't be stopped. So will Spurs um, reproduce the form that gave them that one nil against Man City or will they crumble once again? We're gonna find out this current game week. All right, if you are not going to captain Salah for whatever reason, um, you know, everybody's free to do whatever they want. Other options could be Trent, Trent playing Leeds and Norwich. as you can imagine, Liverpool are significantly better than Norwich, significantly better than Leeds, and Liverpool are at home. That obviously puts their defense also available to get points. The other side to this, too, Leeds are scoring. So they could very well score the one. And if you remember when Leeds first came into the Premier League, Leeds scored a bunch at you know the Anfield Stadium. So it could easily be a scoring affair with Liverpool still getting the three points. But if you're not, if you want to test it, of course, Trent at any point is a good captaincy option as well. So you don't have Salah for whatever reason, which could happen. The other places I would go would be Hume and Son. Son is the scourge of Manchester City, scoring against them quite regularly. Already scored against them at the beginning of this season, scores against them in the Champions League. If you a look back, so Son is that guy against Manchester City. Something about Manchester City makes him become prime Ronaldo. Or you can call him Sonaldo if in this case. So for me. I just have to put him in there. Um, I I have Kane myself, and I'm regretting not bringing Son in when I knew the Man City game was coming up. But still, um, I have Kane, so I'm going to stick. But Son, I think, is a better player for um, Spurs, especially against Manchester City. So those are the three captaincy choices, I think, for this game week. You've got Salah, you've got Trent, and Heung-Min Son. He plays Man City and then has Burnley somewhat after. Um, in terms of alternatives, I, it pains me to say this, right? But... If you are going to test Arsenal, if you are going to test Arsenal, the stats indicate that Lacazette has the most points while he should be getting the most points of anybody in the Arsenal attack. Okay. The stats indicate that this is not because I like Lacazette for any reason or I went out of my, to look for Lacazette. The stats indicate that Lacazette is the one in terms of shots, opportunities, touches in the box, um, touches in the box, you know. It just looks like Lacazette should be the one. He also takes penalties as well for Arsenal. So Lacazette is the one. I cannot in good conscience recommend you buy Lacazette though. Uh, I think if you're going to ignore the stats and go by the eye test and by any other FPL metric, Bukayo Saka is the one to get instead. That is what I think. Now that's just being subjective, anecdotal, but the stats suggest that Lacazette is the one. On the other side as well, you've got Jimenez who plays Leicester. Leicester currently the worst defense in the league, especially over the last four games. I've been talking about it all season. They have been one of the worst defensive, almost defenses in the Premier League, almost historically bad defensively. Instead of shots conceded, um, touches in their box, expected goals to be conceded. Leicester one of the worst in the league. And currently, over the last four games are in fact the worst defense statistically. So that puts Jimenez who plays them and Arsenal. So if you if he scores against Leicester, maybe he grabs two, a goal and an assist or a brace or whatever, it puts Arsenal game as just another bonus two points. So that's kind of how I'm thinking about it with Jimenez as an alternative. And of course, finally, the man in form, Harry Kane. Again, in form in terms of statistical performance, I'm not talking about the amount of goals. Again, shots, touches in the box, crosses, passes, things like that in the final third it indicates that Kane is actually better than Son. I've just put Son over Kane because statistically, or I should say historically, Son outperforms Kane when he plays Manchester City. So that's why I've gone Son instead. But I think Kane in the Burnley game could in fact provide more points than Son in the Manchester City game. So that's part of why you have to then consider Harry Kane. Other things to butter my points. Worst defense right now, I'm just going to call out the top five. Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, Norwich, and Spurs, in terms of the last four games. Just the last four games, nothing else in the sample size, just statistically goals expected to be conceded. Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, Norwich, uh, Spurs. So those are the five teams, that are statistically the worst in the league. All right, let's look at some uh, conference calls um, over the game week 26, and things to just look out for in terms of injuries and anything else the managers may have said. All right, Brentford side. Thomas Frank says, the Arsenal game comes too early for Christian Eriksen, who may return in game week 27. Ivan Toni will be assessed um, after taking part in a few light trading sessions. So that is from the Brentford side. Aston Villa. Stevie G confirmed that there's no change in the Aston Villa team news situation from last week. Bertrand Traore and Mavelos Nakamba are still injured. Ezra Conta is suspended. Man City side, Pep Guardiola on Jack Grealish. I'm not a doctor. His shin is... Is much less than he had last season, but I still don't know. I didn't talk with the doctors. I think he will not get to he will not get for tomorrow, but hopefully for the next week. So essentially Grealish is out. West Ham side, David Moyes reveals that West Ham have gotten one or two injury doubts heading into the Newcastle game, but wouldn't name any names. Moyes is hopeful that Kazuma will be fine after he return to training following a bad illness. Arsenal side, Mikel Arteta says the doubt was Tommy which has not it has still not been perfect, but he's trained in the last few days, so he's in contention and we can use him. We know that Gabby, who's, you know, of course Martinelli, is out suspended. The rest of the players are okay. Manchester United. Ragnik says, as it seems, Edin Cavani will still be out. He's still having some problems with his groin and also with his stomach. The same is true with Tom Heaton. Apart from that, everybody else seems to be available. Uh, let's move over to Watford side. Club Bulletin says two members of the Watford squad will have their fitness assessed today as of the time of recording ahead of the Aston Villa match and Roy Hodgson was unwilling to share more details in his pre-match presser. Spur side, Antonio Conte reveals that he will be without Oliver Skip, Jaffa Tanganga and an unnamed player who has COVID for the Man City game. Eric Dyer is back, fit and available. Crystal Palace. Patrick Vera confirmed that Palace have no new injuries outside of Nathan Ferguson. Uh, will Hughes is able to join in training this week and will make the squad for tomorrow. Conor Gallagher is ineligible to face Chelsea, of course, because he's loaned from Chelsea. Chelsea side after coming back from the World Cup, World Club Cup. Thomas Tuchel on missing mount. We will push for the League Cup, uh, push for the League Cup final. He has injured ligaments. Champions League, uh, the Champions League is on February 22, seems to be very close, and we will try hard for the League Cup final. Liverpool side, Young club on Jota, no, he will not be available for Norwich, but the extent is not clear. We need further assessment. So if you have Jota, you might want to get rid. Wolves side, Bruno Large confirms that Joao Moutinho is back in training and available. The rest of his squad are fully fit. Newcastle side, Eddie Howe confirms Karen Trippier had a foot operation yesterday, And the magpies are hoping to have him back before the end of the season marcelo Beyoncé, dallas is recovering that is uh dallas number 15. he has been discarded for from the sunday game norwich dean smith reveals that adam ida will be out for the rest of the season tim crow is still a few weeks away Ozan kabak is fit while Lucas shrop returns to training this week matthias norman is ready to start meanwhile let's decide Brendan Rodgers on James Madison substitution on Thursday. He just didn't feel well. James, so he has with so he was with the medics and I was speaking to him before I came out and he seems fine. They're just keeping an eye on him. Brighton side. Graham Potter has reported no new injury concerns after Tuesday's game against Manchester United. But Lewis Dunk now serves a one match ban after his red card at Old Trafford. Enoch Wepu and Jeremy Sarmiento remain out. Everton side. From Lampard Michael Lenko is back. Demari Gray won't quite make it this weekend. We're hopeful for the following week. Uh, we're hopeful for two to three weeks for Fabian Delft and Bert Godfrey. Yeremina is a bit longer. Burnley side, on Walt Veghurst. We're expecting him to be okay. He just trained, he trained just a light session today, but he, the incredible professional he is, I think he'll be fine. Southampton side. So far, nearly everyone is available in the sessions. Nathan Teller is still out. He had a bit of a setback. So it takes one more week, I think, to recover. Nathan Redmond is back in training. That is it. So those are all the quotes we could get on the conferences going into game week 26. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you all the best as we close out this season. May your arrows be green and may you end in a wonderful position at the end of the season. Good